folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Michael Hanford. Deep dive, cannonball! Ugh. And Timothy Kalpakis. What is up? Ooh, and we're your hosts of, <laughs> of the third best comedy show this side of... Oh no, that was last year's ranking. I wonder what I know, we gotta milk it. Uh, we, gotta, we gotta, you Shit. know. I bet this um, year's is gonna be um, not reviewed. Yeah, I bet so. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mike, you had a haircut last week, and we made a big deal out of it. Yeah. And this time you come on, you're, you've got it all covered up in a hat? I had a hat on, yeah. Well, because I, ha- I did the thing where I got out of the shower, and uh, I combed it back, and then mm. it was doing a big pop-up thing, so I was like, i got to keep this yeah. down a little bit. Oh, you know, they're doing a, they're doing a hair pop-up over at the uh, top of Hanford's head. <laughs> <laughs> Great. How are you guys feeling? I feel, I feel really good. good. Mike looks like Buck Henry when he wears his hat and glasses, but other yeah. than that, we're doing good. Who's I Buck got- Henry? He's a writer. He wrote the screenplay for The Graduate. Oh, of course. I've also got a, just like a, a button-up yellow shirt on. So mm. it looks like just like a guy with a shirt and a hat on. But not the yellow shirt where you cut the epaulets off of it. No, no. The Dave Ferguson original. No, this is uh, this is probably a Land's End. Um, <laughs> speaking of guys with shirts and hats and stuff, I saw a type of... A, I was driving today, and I passed a... 7-Eleven, and there's a, a a nerd guy walking in the parking lot with just the most iconic nerd posture, nerd arms swinging, like uh, Steve Urkel kind of walk, an adult guy, <laughs> yeah. middle-aged guy, mm-hmm. still a nerd. You don't outgrow yeah. it. Wow. I thought you were going to say, like, look at it closer, and it was, and then say somebody we knew. You know what? I, I do think I know, uh, I, I have a theory, but you bleep it because I don't want to insult this person, but okay. I think it could have, it was maybe... Oh, ah, sure. yes, could be. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if he was back in town. <laughs> you gotta, hey, you I'm gotta, back in town to. You gotta light up his email and see where he's at. I'm working on a new bath problem. <laughs> new bath problem. <laughs> you know where I went the other day is Runner's Circle. Oh, Ooh, Jeff. new shoes. Jeff getting into running in the new year. I love that. Yes, I just ran yes. a 10K myself. Yeah, well, that's the thing is um, I love the runner circle. It's basically like you're talking to like a foot doctor who's helping you buy shoes. Mm, like they, I'd rather talk to a spin doctor, but yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let that stop. You keep going. That's a weird thing to say. I'm in the middle of my shoe Just story. laugh and continue. Just laugh appropriately. <laughs> it's very funny. The spin doctors were a band from Double the back with laughter. Well, they catch <laughs> your breath and continue. With your story about the shoe store. Yeah, wow. yeah, no, this is good. They measure the foot, then they measure your gait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy says, hey, you're kind of like loop your, you kind of wing your legs around. You got to go straight <laughs> forward and back. And I said, Doc, that's how I'm built. That's, that's how I come from the factory, you know? And then uh, they they give you shoes with like the wedge to um, support your arch or lack thereof, you know? Mm. I have high arches. But I got I got low arches. Damn, I got golden arches. You know what's... <laughs> I knew that, I knew that was coming. No, you I, did. I said no, I saw did. it coming. I, was, I did. Uh, well, hey, long story short, I'm out there running, pounding the pavement, baby. Nice. What did you end up getting, Jeff? I'm sort of doing Brooks? my own. Hanford gets healthy. Was it um, Asics? Was it I Brooks? Ended up, I ended up with Asics. I did nice. Brooks a while ago, um, many years ago, and I uh, those things were blown out, and I was still Yeah, Brooks them. just don't sound like running shoes either. Brooks? Yeah, Brooks on. Brothers. Stop. Uh, what um, what do you remember? What's what style, Jeff? What uh, Asics? Oh uh, no, nine fifties. No, they weren't a number. <laughs> they were something weird. They got big. Uh, they got big bright colors on them. These are black and white. 
Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm striking out here. <laughs> you know how you say you kind of analyze your, uh, your, your gait there when they're selling the shoes? I had an interesting experience there where they're like, oh, so you want some shoes? Okay. Uh, you're, 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 oh, you're a size 11. Okay. Uh, why don't you get up and... You know, we'll take walk around, and then I I stood up, not thinking anything of it. Went for a little stroll around, yeah. And the guy goes, oh, "His jaw drops." Oh yeah. my god! And I'm like, "What is? Why does it go?" So I said, "What is it?" He's like, "You have the finest gate we've ever Whoa. seen here. The perfect and, gate." And I was Whoa. like, "Oh yeah." And and he, and he goes, "Hey everyone, all the other employees, you know, <laughs> and they all gather around, stop working with other customers, and they all, oh, the Greek gate." Wow. Yeah. Yep. The oh, great wow. Greek that's, that's great, great gate. Yeah. <laughs> guy, this guy was like came on a little strong as far as like, so you're training for a race? <laughs> you know, like that that sort of talk. And I was like, Doc, I'm uh starting to <laughs> Doc, run. I ran a mile for a podcast once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for black shoes. That's and all then, I need here. And then you know, every shoe he gives me, he's like, you know, these you could run a marathon in. I was like, dude, I'm just starting to run. <laughs> yes, but it could be a marathon that you run in. <laughs> I uh, with the, uh, I ran a 10K this past weekend wow. in the rain. It was raining out here. Yikes. And uh, it was the Coco... Uh, what was it called? Coquito? The, uh, huh? Coquito? No, we'll get to that soon, though, I hope. If we <laughs> don't run out of time. <laughs> There's time for it after this 10K story. <laughs> yeah, this is a long one. It's a... Uh, t- <laughs> well, I'll kilometer one was rather mind. fun. <laughs> kilometer two was a to-do. Kilometer <laughs> two, I lost my shoe. <laughs> Because <laughs> all I was a three, I had to be. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a four, I peed some more. Wow! You can't drink too much water out there. Anyway, ran the 10K. All in the, it was called the uh, the Coco Classic. It was in Prospect Park. You run the 10K, and then at the end, it, they say, you know, you have some cocoa, some hot cocoa waiting. Nice. So I got to the end. Yes, that does sound nice, right? Especially mm-hmm. on a day where it's so cold and rainy. I get there. And I was not a straggler in this race. I, I finished in like Ooh. less than an hour. Ooh. And I got up to the cocoa area and I said, oh, well, I'll have my cup of cocoa now. And they said, sorry, we're out. 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 Oh, cocoa. <laughs> it ran out. They had like a bunch of people must have been double dipping or something. But. The namesake of the whole race. Your yeah. whole reason for being there, basically. Yeah. And, and on a day or two where there probably weren't like, I bet a lot of people dropped out because it was raining. They're like, oh, I'm not going to run that today. <sighs> Pissed me off. Did they even give you any little leftover marshmallows? No, they didn't give me anything. They gave me a plain bagel. And then I get to the uh, t-shirt <laughs> area because I want to pick up my t-shirt. I say, uh, yeah, yeah, I had me down for a men's medium. Oh, we're, all, we're out of those. Okay, then I have the men's large. Well, what, what do you have? <laughs> what do you have here? <laughs> we'll give you another bagel. You got, oh, you got uh, 6.2 miles. I just took care of those for you. Unbelievable. Took care of those. Yeah, Unbelievable. when when you needed someone to run those ten kilometers, <laughs> I, I was there for you. you. I was there for you. But now you don't have the the cocoa. Just start the next segment of this show. I'm getting too flustered. Yeah. All right, up. folks. Let's do some booze news. Tim. Booze news. Hit it. B o o z e. W-S-U-C Spell it for me, 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 S-P-E-L-L-I-T I don't like it F-O-R-M-E Spell it for me, 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 spell it for me It's time for Spelling the F-I-E-L-L-I-T 
spell it for me was sent to us by Pecan B. Brozen. <laughs> and if you P have can a boost, be Brozen? P is in piss. P uh-huh. can. B is in B movie made by Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And Brozen as in the name Brozen. And if you have a booze mm-hmm. news theme, email to sloppyboyspodcast at gmail.com. Jeff, you said. You didn't like spelling in songs. Yeah. You did a whole Dutton's Demolition segment about it. <laughs> yeah. And here's yeah. Pecan Brozen sending you yeah. a booze news thing where he spells? You got trolled. He's trolling. Pecan, you. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, it's poor songwriting, Pecan. Good production, though. <laughs> I, like the, uh, I like the sound of it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Damn. Well, I thought it was funny that he spelled spell it for me. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It's a good joke. Ooh. Mm. Also nice and tight. You're funny. You get in. You get out. That's yeah. the way to do it. That's yeah. the way to do it. What was his? What was his? Uh, it's booze news. What was his like? Final thing there. He I spelled remember. freaks. I believe. Ah, uh, e a k a k a k. Okay. A k a k. Okay. Booze news. I've been waiting on this one because I wanted to see if it uh, developed. But uh, Michael, you're a White Lotus viewer, yes? Yes, I am, and I'm caught up. Um, Jeff, you're a white. Li- you're not a white li- Lotus viewer. Yes, I abstain. <laughs> okay, well, I want to say, Mike, I was looking at the booze in the show, oh. and um, so for anyone that doesn't watch the show, as of the airing of this pod, this this show has just wrapped up hmm. the spectacular second season. Oh. Um, and they're in Sicily, so there's some wine, and Aubrey Plaza gets drunk when she's kind of. S- suspicious she drinks wine but there was use of did you notice michael some very good looking aperol spritzes in mm-hmm. the show in in uh episodes maybe like two and three kind of yeah, early big on. big old wine glasses big old wine glasses and that orangey pink hue that we all know mm-hmm. and love um but i want to add, i haven't talked to anybody about this but did the meaning what did you think when you see those spritzes did you think one way or the other about like the choice to use that Mike White's what he was doing there? Well, I I saw it as like the the couple who I noticed it with the couple that uh, Aubrey Plaza and her, her husband are paired with, mm-hmm. and I saw them as like uh, just very trendy people, mm. and especially just knowing that it was trendy like last summer, it was just funny yes. to me that it was like uh, oh they're they're trendy in like whatever like this is what their go to probably is. That's exactly how I took it. And that's what I was going to say is that it was fun. Even since we've do, been doing this pod, I think when we started this show, we were like, we knew that Aperol spritzes had a giant moment in 2019, but then, mm. you know, it stayed like a hip drink for a while. And I thought it was interesting that we're finally, as far as a prestige cable drama is concerned, mm-hmm. um, I felt that way too. We were seeing spritzes on a table. First, you just see them, but then in another episode, Cameron is like, another round of spritzes. Mm. And I do think it's being used as um, it, rich people, bougie, but a little bit out of date. Like these people yeah, are, yeah. they're right. cool enough that they go to a luxury hotel and then they're dressed cool and stuff, but they're not actually cool, cool. Right. So their thing would be the cool thing from a few years ago. And the, their whole thing, that couple's whole thing was like, oh, we don't read the news anymore. It's like too much. Yeah. So they oh, probably funny. like fell off at 2019 or something. Totally. And like it had to make its way to them. I also love in that scene too how like we think where they're dumb when they say that and Aubrey Plaza and her husband are like, oh boy, we're the smart ones here. Uh-huh. But then later you're kind of like, 
the smart people are kind of grumpy and miserable and they're like, they're probably talking shit at, at us. And then you, the cuts to the dumb people and they're happy and having a blast. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They are like blissfully ignorant with their money <laughs> and just like, Hey, whatever. Life's dumb. Man, you got, you got to factor in though, that there's the time, the production time. When right. you write something like the Aperol Spritz, they're not banking on, well, I mean, I guess they are banking on like eight months are going to pass. Is well, it still going to be the... When did they write that? This would have been like... They shot... Or when they shoot it. This year, it was a long... They were shooting from like February to July of this year, and then they turned it around really fast. So I'm guessing the first season aired in the summer of 2021, then got renewed, then Mike White probably wrote it this time last year. Oof. He's still, he's yeah. like, it's like a one man thing. It's pretty, yeah, amazing. you know, like you, you just gotta, you gotta remember that uh, innovation happens on the fringe, you mm-hmm. know, and then it goes mainstream. So it's basically like Dua Lipa, then us, then Stanley Tucci. And then finally, when it hits White Lotus, you know, it's dead. Oh, oh, the, with the Aperol Sprit. You mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in this case, Jay, like White Lotus is cool as shit. And they know, like, Not as cool I as us, them- Tim. <laughs> Um, in this I give one very credit, specific I give Mike thing. White credit to be that the characters are uncool. Yeah, yeah. And and I would say um, when I first saw them drinking the spritzes, I I thought of it as an art department choice. But then when Cameron actually says, "Can we get a round of spritzes?" Uh, yeah. uh, like you're like, "Oh, this then is it's written." They stepped yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But see, so what's the move if you want to be the coolest drink? You can't even do a trend. You have to write to the like the specificity of the character right yeah like, yeah yeah or you choose if you're very cool maybe you do something so timeless yeah that's brave or if you have if you have you know if you write bond into your tv james bond into your tv show or movie you know what he's getting it's done it's easy yeah. you mm-hmm. don't even have to have a conversation with the art department they know yeah do you mean <laughs> they should um, know are you talking about james bond or barry yeah. bonds uh, J- james Barry Bond would do uh, creatine steroid powder. cocktail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Injected in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that for booze news? No, I got something. Oh. So, you know, as we're getting to the end of the year here, people's favorite songs are coming out. And we, on the podcast, on the blowout today, we talk about our, we oh, our, talk our Spotify, Spotify raps, raps and talk yeah. about what we listened to this past year. Well, I, you know, uh, this song has come up a few times on this podcast. Stephen Lacey's song "Bad Habit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tim loves it. Jeff can't stand it. Says it doesn't deserve to be on the radio. Jeff can't stand it. He doesn't like the melody of the verse. Verse. Tim, I wouldn't go as far as saying Tim loves it, but I would say that Tim is really happy that there's one of these like chill bedroom pop lo-fi yeah. songs at the top of the Billboard. Charts. You hold you hold a candle for it. I'd say. I'd sure. say that Steve Lacey is cool, and I respect him. Cool. Here, I'll tell you what. You know what? broke my heart i saw the internet uh on a video on my phone his the band that he is in playing a deep cut from jamiroquai mr moon off return of the space cowboy and i said god damn this band is crushing this fucking deep cut jamiroquai song and then who's there on guitar steve lacy and you're you have a problem with that yeah because he's got no i i like the i mean you know i had to Give it up for that, but Give it up. just the that the the fucking verse where he's like da do da da do da da do da. I hate that that part of the verse sucks. I hate it. Do you? Oh wait, what what is he saying there? He's like, my dear, that part. Uh, it's you, biscuits, my dear. It's Ugh. great. Oh me, I get why you don't like it because it's like it's not too far. <laughs> His performance there, it's like emo-y, and it is very like Kid Leroy. If you don't, if you're not. Also charmed by the lo-fi production, it is doing this kind of modern 
Ladies. I'll say that part of the song has a thing where it's like, you, my dear, like he's really hitting the R. And it's yeah. one of those things that you hear in pop music every so often that's like, oh, he's doing the wrong thing. People don't, you don't hear your R that hard, but it sticks out and that's what makes it like memorable. I guess that's better than hearing like, you broke my heart for the millionth time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, uh, it's just uh, like, he, he's making a choice there. Anyway. So I, you guys are sort of back and forth. And so I listened to this song. I said, I got to listen to this song and see what's happening with it. And I listen, and I, I was enjoying it. So what, you walk down to the library, you take out the vinyl, you go to a listening booth. Yeah, I got my, I bring my uh, big headphones. I go, yeah. The sound quality in there is fantastic. Anyway, I put it on and I'm listening to it. And I was like, there's something weird at the end of the song. And I, I liked the song. And then it's like after the, you know, after the, there's like a breakdown part where he's the music kind of fades out and he's sort of just just his vocal mm-hmm. and he's talking about bit it's biscuits it's yeah. gravy. Well, so I heard this. Mm-hmm. He has a sort of a finicky stomach. He's got lactose issues. He's got <laughs> so biscuits and gravy make him a little gassy. Oh, and af- right after that, if you listen to the snare track, it is supposed to represent his farts. Now we can listen to... represents them? Because I've listened to the snare track, but I've never really thought about what it represents. Listen to it. You hear hear two quick farts, then another one, and then a long one. So I I have that. We'll pick it up right as the the sort of breakdown is done and we get back into the instrumental. So you listen. And remember, he's got an interesting stomach that he gets gassy a lot. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You grabbing me hard. Nice voice. Yeah. What you found is biscuits. Here we go. Here here come the two right here. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. And here's the long one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Wow. It's a lot. I I never noticed that. Uh. (laughs) It's. And again, you can cut it here. It goes on like this. Yeah. You know, I was happy that you reminded us right before I played to keep in mind that he's lactose intolerant. Right, right. So, and I can't... Because you, you heard that. You heard that. Uh-huh. I read it <laughs> in a, in a um, medical journal. But you can't, I can't listen to that song now with, without thinking, oh, oh this is just ruined for you. farts. But, yeah. you know, they say genius takes a, a medium and rethinks it. And he certainly did that with this snare track. It's it's funny that it's the just represent it's just they, they represent his farts, but then he did seem to like either like play the snare with his farts or just mic his his farts. <laughs> I think he sat on the drum. Yeah, I think he, I think he played the snare with his farts. I think he had it right yeah, there. I think. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure, but it's really a. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is yeah. great because it's all kind of a big commercial for our Patreon. Because on the blowout, we dissect music like this. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talk like this on the blowout. You can hear these insights all the time. So cool. It's really awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, so I like the song, but when it got to that, I said, I got to rethink this guy as an artist. And uh, I, hope to, I hope to see what he has for his uh, sophomore effort. I think he's doing some pee stuff. Mm. Hmm. Piano? Interesting. Not unlike pee can be frozen. <laughs> Is that it for booze Jeff, news? Get us the hell out of here. Yes, okay. That's it for booze news. Wow. I can't wait to hear about the drink of the day. Oh, you're talking about the Coquito, a.k.a. the little coconut you've heard? Yes. No. Mike, you've heard. Just on this podcast. Where have you heard? Oh, okay. Ah. Right, I forgot we made that. No, I never heard nor heard had. 
Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, I hadn't heard until a couple years ago when I, and I had saw some blog posts and then I saw it on Instagram and stuff, but this is a longstanding thing. This is Puerto Rico's Christmas drink. Hmm. Um, oftentimes referred to as Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican eggnog, which is, you know, it doesn't have any egg in it, so it's not eggnog. It's coconutty. But um, here's what you do is if, uh, you know, let's say you're a Puerto Rican grandma will sort of make a big batch of this stuff and will bottle it up, pour it into glass bottles, put it in the fridge, and then throughout the month of December sort of being like, hey, here's a bottle of Coquito. I'm giving this to you as a gift. And people take it out and you you pour it into little glasses. I Usually online, I'm seeing a lot of like, just a small like juice glass, but then uh, it also says you know even a little shot glass. Mm-hmm. Ooh! So you batch it for your loved ones. You batch it, batch it, which mm. is great for me because I'm a batch bitch, um, <laughs> and I'm batch it crazy. But it kind of came out like mid twentieth century. It first popped up in a, in a cookbook, and um, yeah, it's big in Puerto Rico. I feel like I haven't seen it here until very recently, and then my friend Hunter Toro is from Florida and her, her family's from Puerto Rico. And I saw that she last Christmas was like making it and drinking it. So I was like, what is this stuff? And she's like, that's Coquito. And I said, aha, aha. <laughs> you thought you'd gotcha. keep it for me. <laughs> um, and we wanted to try this shit. And I found us a nice layup of a recipe from, I went straight to the, uh, the source on this one. <laughs> DiscoverPuertoRico.com. Mm. It's a nice, simple recipe. And here's what I like about this drink. You think of Puerto Rico, you think of island paradise, you might be thinking of fresh coconuts or something like that, mm. but it's an island, is it not? It is. And yeah. lots of times on islands, you are uh, relying on canned stuff, do you not? You ah, do. Mm-hmm. You've been to Hawaii, do they not eat Spam? <laughs> they, they, they have. They do, they do. Um, so they this is very, to. it's a very kind of um, mid-20th century recipe that's like, cans of stuff that you could get your mitts on and feels like it would, um, you know, the, the type of stuff that could have been passed around the, the Caribbean, because there's lots of other similar drinks at similar islands. But, um, here is the traditional Coquito recipe that I'm going to be talking about. One can of condensed milk. Ooh, rich. Um, now it these it just says like one can, but there's the, you, when you you'll see it you'll you'll know when you see it. it's like a fourteen ounce can and yeah. it's like a little can. It was I like had, the only when I went to shop for this there was the condensed milk was in like one size for every brand. And was it Carnation or Nestle? Uh, I think Nestle. Um, I I tasted this stuff for the first time and I was like, oh, this is that taste that's in so many desserts. Um, but I, I didn't know what it was. And then one can evaporated milk. Seems impossible. This shit's weird. I never tried that either. Just like a can of milk. Yeah. It's powder. Uh, It's wet. It's wet? Mine's wet. It's evaporated. It's rehydrated <laughs> in the can, my it boy. It should be vapor. <laughs> it should be. Um, Mike, be was yours wet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One can. Here we go. Cream of coconut. And now, on this pod, we've done cream of coconut before, and I could only find a bottle of that real brand coconut. But yeah. Central to this recipe is in Puerto Rico. They love Coco Lopez. I found it at a specialized liquor store. Mike, did you find Coco Lopez? Yeah, I got it. And it wasn't that specialized. It was just at the uh, grocery store. 
That's Hell the yeah. key because there's there's coconut cream and there's cream of coconut. And I remember I, I made a bad pina colada because I got the wrong thing. Pina colada, you're going to want the weird plastic squeeze. What did you call it, Tim? Coco. I, th- I think it was real, maybe. Coco Real or something. Yeah, yeah, Coco um, Real. But, you know, with these recipes, being brand specific is a good idea. So, Tim, I'm mm. glad you got the real shit. Coco Lopez is great. I've had this shit on vacation and it's and it's fucking good. And uh, they're proud of it. So see if you can find it. And it's not that obscure. Um, and it, and so the difference, Jeff, is it's like that stuff you bought by accident one time that was very weird was you got a can of like Thai coconut milk that was like unsweetened. Whereas this is like a sugary treat that's meant for this type of shit. Um, yum, yum. I got a question about mine, but I'll get to it in a second. Half a cup of white rum. Oh, preferably nice. Don Q. But if you can't find Don Q, Bacardi. I couldn't find Don Q. My friend Hunter said Don Q. I couldn't find it. I got Bacardi. Great. I got Bacardi too. I love Bacardi. Uh, Bacardi white. Sure. Come on, classic. You'll notice. Well, I'll come back to this later, what you will notice. Half teaspoon of vanilla extract, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Add more to taste if you like. And here's what you do. In a blender, add evaporated milk, cream of coconut, sweetened condensed milk, rum, vanilla extract, and cinnamon. Blend on high until mixture is well combined for one to two minutes. Transfer into glass bottles and chill in the refrigerator until cold. To serve, pour coquito into small serving glasses, almost like a shot portion, and garnish with ground cinnamon or cinnamon stick. Were we Great. supposed to put the cinnamon in the mix? Because we, we already mixed these ourselves, so they're chilling. The, right. Yes, we, we broke from our format a little bit to make these prepared so that we could put them in the fridge and chill them down. Wait, I, um, I, I didn't put cinnamon in the you were supposed mix. to put one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, and then later you're going to garnish with... Oh, my. No, this is, that is it's terrible. a disaster. It's um, terrible. <laughs> well, you can put it, give it a good shake or something. Yeah, just yeah. double up the cinnamon. You'll be fine. I'll just. I'll just... Um, my it's observation anyway. about this drink is that, especially since they say a small serving glass, almost like a shot portion. Yeah. Um, this is very weak, booze wise. We put yeah half a cup of rum is only four ounces of rum, so that's like two cocktails worth of rum in this giant. Yeah. This filled my blender to the top. Great. And then you split it up and batched some of it. Uh, yeah, I split it up. And we're going to drink like one ounce pours of it. So I do think that it's going to be weak, but maybe that's the way they do. Maybe you're sitting around with your family and you just want to get a little aperitivo. And that's probably helpful for our daytime record we're doing right now. Yes, yeah. it's it's earlier than usual and I don't want to get tanked. Well, I wonder too if, uh, I wonder if I'm going to be able to even taste the rum in this thing. Because I think it's going to have some strong other flavors. Right, and there, there's it's got that vanilla extract, which tends to take away, like it's similar to a rum flavor, yeah. but stronger. So, so my question was, when I had my uh, cream of coconut, I opened up the can, and it was like, like hard on top, Mine and too. I used a fork to like poke it through, and then all this coconut liquid came out. So it was, it was definitely like separated in the can or something. Yes, but I it didn't seem like even a good shaking would get it done. I had the same experience as you, Mike, and then I remember one time opening a can and it was just like delicious and blended in there. I took a sip right from the can. So maybe on that day it was very hot or something. Is it like mm. a time of year thing? Because sometimes I have um, coconut, uh, what's it called? Coconut oil. Yeah. 
And then during the winter, it's uh, It's firm and flaky. And during the summer, it's just uh, goop. This is exactly exactly the scenario. Hmm. Hmm. So it's probably like room temperature is like 72 degrees. But then if it's like 73 degrees, it's a liquid. Hmm. Finicky. Um, I'm excited for this. I love coconut stuff and I love, I love pina coladas, but I don't always, I think that I like the coconut aspect. It's my favorite oh. Christmas aspect. Mm, nice. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so let's check out the sentiment. Great. All right, folks, we're going to go fetch those coquitos and we'll be back here in a minute. Ooh. Until then, enjoy the ads. We're back, coquitos in hand. Check this little guy out. Boosh. Yeah. Now, Jeff, you forgot to mention that a little Christmas elf brought you some coquito this morning, huh? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, One of my loved ones batched it for me. (laughs) I batched it up last night, and then I did the old Los Feliz swap. Um, Ran it over in a little jar. I didn't have a little glass bottle. I swear I have a little glass bottle somewhere. Couldn't find it. No, no. You gave me a nice little bar... Ball jar filled with it. Ball jar. Ball jar. Ball jar. Oh. The brand. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? It smells great. It smells like it does batter. Smell. It, it, this very much reminds me of the Tom and Jerry so far. I'm I'm mainly getting cinnamon. It's giving cinnamon. The secret ingredient. Yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah, but it smells like a cinnamon. Like I'm, a, I'm at the airport walking past a cinnamon. <laughs> Sips. Ooh, Sips. Yeah. Oh, Incredible. man. Incredible. Oh, my God. That's oh, so man. Good. Holy shit. This is <laughs> This is crazy. It's too good to be true. Ooh. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the catch? It is. I mean, the catch is that you're drinking just like all this like, it's just different kinds of dairy and sugar <laughs> I'm, all thrown in. I'm together, just right? drinking like batter, it looks like. But I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's batter. thick like pancake batter. It's <laughs> fucking delicious. It's so sweet. It's hurting my mouth, but it's so good. Oh, that's good. Fuck. Uh, that, maybe, that must be why I'd they have put you... it on the rocks or bl- even blend it with. Ooh, that, that must be why they give it to you in like they want you to have like little glasses. Yeah, yeah. Because a whole like a pint glass of this would be too much. Look, we all had tiny, not shot glasses, but we all had the appropriate tiny yeah. little weirdies. I use this all the time. I got a creme brulee from a uh, cream deli- brule, a cream brule mm. from a ta- from a takeout, and they gave it to me in a small glass guy. So it's about. Uh, it's like an old-fashioned glass, but half the height. And I use it all the time for, like, fancy little whiskeys and stuff. And I'll see these in the wild. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I was afraid that the cinnamon would dominate the flavor. It only dominates the smell. The flavor, I am getting a little rum somehow. A little I am coconut. getting a lot of vanilla. But you know what's a nice surprise? I knew I was going to love the Coco Lopez, but the sweetened condensed milk is giving this, like, a flan-like taste. You ever yeah, have yeah. The, I, I'm not like a, the biggest coconut fan, but the amount of stuff in here that's like countering the coconut is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <clears throat> oh, it's perfect. Man. Damn, yeah. this is very good. I know. But I'm here's, almost here's done the thing. with my... Uh, yeah. I, I even got a nice little cinnamon stick. I'm feeling very festive. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, folks. Yeah. Come on. I want like a, a, a triple rum version of this. Like, yes. I, I want to add this to like a uh, shot and a half of rum. Yeah. 
I you know what? Agree. Triple like triple is actually a good number if you triple whatever was in this. Recipe. This would be a candidate for something to add a little maybe a fireball half nip of fireball. Yeah. Yes, Michael. Yeah. But but keeping the rum <laughs> don't wouldn't replace the rum with a fireball. That would be too much. We mustn't forget too much taste. Too I much you know taste. I went out last night. I was uh, with a group of friends. We went to this uh, holiday light walk. If you live in the Brooklyn area, go to the Botanic Garden. The light walk is really cool. Anyway. You're talking to me like I didn't go to Descanso Gardens here in L.A. on I Friday saw, night. I saw your wonderful wife's post, and Tim... <laughs> How dare I, you look at her posts? I look at that... Well, like, should we follow each other on Instagram? I thought you knew about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at this post, and it, it was the lights and the sounds. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a LSD head's paradise. Did you do acid at the uh, botanical? Yeah, garden? they served it in cups. <laughs> he drank it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, wait a second. This this LSD is dosed. No, one thing we did do though, we brought in a thermos of. Uh, I was with Haskell. Oh, and I did my little trick. My, uh, you put the. Oh the yeah. Fireball nip in your hand. You say, "Hey, happy holidays." I shook his hand, and yeah, he had one. Of his and then uh, his wife went in for a hug. I was like, "No, no, sh- shake my hand." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have a weird joke. This will anyway. make sense in time. <laughs> His wife Rosa brought uh, some thermoses of hot cider, and we put yeah. the fireball in that. Yeah, mm. great. oh my god, it was great. And I think she had already spiked it with a little bit of something, but Ooh. the fireball added. Ooh, great time. Um, when I was doing a walk around at the Descanso Gardens, it, I had a spiked apple cider, mm-hmm. spiked with bourbon. It was delicious. Uh, then they had hot chocolate that they were spiking with Frangelico. Which is delicious, but oh. it's also sweet. So you're having a kind of a sweet bomb. Tell you what was nice. While I was walking around Descanso Gardens looking at the lights, it was raining. So it really made it. Ooh. Usually those lights are kind of creating a vibe. But when it's raining, you're like in a vibe, you know? Yeah. Mm. And yeah. I survived the vibe shift. So wait, you got you just have an umbrella? You're walking around outside? Yeah, they, they emailed us and were like, it's a rain or shine ticket, so you better come. So I just kind of walked around and got pummeled with rain. I didn't buy an umbrella till the next morning. Mm, sounds like me on my latest 10K run. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> now, I haven't been to Descanso Gardens, Tim. <coughs> Jeff, you'd love it. But I have been to been Huntington there. with my main man, Handstand, the hand man. <laughs> I took you to... Oh, you, were, you shot a famous video there. We shot oh, a famous yes. video there, the and we were, we were removed, Tim. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> on the last shot. Removed. Wait, the martini shot? Yeah, 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 I was right like, good, Martini. great, we're done anyway. Good, he perfect, says, that's a wrap. We made our day. <laughs> um, we were being sneaky, and you were wearing a lav, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And then I had the little transmitter on top of a still camera, because mm-hmm. that's the move, folks, is you don't get a camera that looks like a video camera, and you definitely don't have anything with sound, or that, that screams sound. You want it to make it look like you're just taking photos of... Oh, a daisy. Oh, a posy. I'm just taking a, a photo of my friend who's talking to a still camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it is. And Man. they said, wait a minute. You guys are making funny jokes. Get out of here. Yeah, you're being funny. How did it go down? Because It's so funny. Getting kicked out of someplace when you're young happens all the time. Getting kicked out of yourself a place when you're like drunk or causing... Trouble, it happens mm-hmm. when you're young. Mm-hmm. But you guys, this was broad daylight. You're 30 years old, and, mm-hmm. and you got the boot. <laughs> How do they say it? What did they do? I think they just kind of, somebody came up with a suit coat on and was like, 
uh, you can't take video here. We're like, oh, okay. It, it wasn't that you were removed. It was that you weren't allowed to shoot, so you removed yourselves. Right, because we were done, actually. We yeah, until the fisticuffs. Yeah, and yeah. then they brought oh, yeah. out their biggest dude. And he was like, <laughs> you two get over here. Here's our biggest dude. And I said, I can't handle this guy. I'm going home. And Jeff said, no, we must write this wrong. And Jeff, you should have seen Jeff, man. He was... <laughs> you seen that show? You seen that... Uh, the, the Hulk... <laughs> you seen yeah, the Hulk seen before? The Hulk <laughs> Attorney in the, uh, Avenger movies. Oh my god, it was like that. I've seen when Jeff gets in a fight. It's like one of those fights that's like in a cartoon where it's just a cloud, and then you see like a head pop out here and a foot pop out there, which is <laughs> yeah. really a cloud. Oh, and we should say the video that we shot there was uh, seven dirty words you can't say on TV. Very funny video. Yeah, we'll post it. Yeah, post, post it. it. Why not get some views? Um, huh? Speaking of fights with big dudes, Jeff, you were not there a few weeks ago when I was yelling at a guy, right? At a, at a bar. Hmm. Remember I had a little altercation with a Oh, with I a heard about guy? this. Where, what bar? Um, The Fable. Oh, no. I must have just left. You were there you that night. You shot but- The Fablemans? Yep. <laughs> yeah. He, this guy came in, he was doing press for the Fableman. <laughs> yeah, older guy, beard, hat, glasses. <laughs> um <laughs> Answer to the name E.T.'s creator. <laughs> um, when you say they brought up their biggest guy, I pulled a move. I, I don't. I, I'm not going to fight anybody. I'm not. I'm not a fighter or or a lover. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> um, but I'm a lump. I, um, we were at Lil Mookie's B birthday. Lil Mookie B's birthday party, <laughs> and then like at the end of the night, after Duddy was in Slumberland. Mm-hmm. A guy, you know, the look of a guy who's just like, I'm walking into a bar to fight. You know, I probably like struck out oh, with all shit. the women in LA and here I'm in fight mode. Yeah. This guy kind of came in like he couldn't even form words. He was so drunk and he was like looking to, uh, was just a fight yeah. man, you would call yeah, him sure. <laughs> a fighter. Um, but I knew I didn't want to get in a fight, but I also didn't want to like let this guy have his way. So I, <laughs> I pointed, I tapped my friends on the shoulders. It's not. It's also funny because it's not like I'm a small guy, but I tapped Carl Tart and and Mitch and Alan McLeod. Yeah. None of which would probably fight on my behalf, but they're tall. I tapped them all, and then I walk over to the guy and I go, "You see these guys? These are my friends. They're gonna kick your ass." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it kind of worked. He, he the bartender yelled at us to break it up, and then he left. But then. Then he was standing out front, like with his phone out, like he was calling people to come kill Mitch and Carl. And oh, wow! So it was like the bartender could tell it was a uh, an altercation. This oh, guy yeah. w- had already tried to pick a fight with a different with a stranger, and then oh. he kind of came over to Carl, and then he came over. It was like what he was, was bump he was bumping into people and yeah. being like, well, "Don't fucking touch me." What was yeah? What was he saying to to want a fight? Well, actually, he couldn't even. He like honestly couldn't talk. He was oh. out of his mind, drunk. Right. But, well, well, that's too bad. That is too bad. Uh, on that somber note, do you guys want to make a round two? Yes. Yep. What are you gonna do? I I know what I'm gonna do. Double, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna take what I'm gonna splash. I'm gonna put it on the rocks with a shot of rum and bring it up to cocktail level. Me too. I'm gonna try something here. Let me just see what I got. Actually, you know what? I have fireball. I'm gonna do that thing. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. All right. All right, folks. We'll be right back after this. with round two of Coquitos. Let's see him. Yeah, they go. 
Yeah. I did a little something different here. I I added a half ounce of Southern Comfort to this. Ooh, good choice, Michael. Um, my Fireball I noticed was the thirty proof version, not the sixty six point six. The gas station Fireball. Yeah, so it's just it's going to give you the the taste, though. I think. Yeah, but it, it's just more volume that I wanted for the proof. You know. Sweet. This is uh, this Southern Comfort Ooh, ain't bad. <laughs> I ain't complaining. The Southern Comfort didn't didn't do too much. I I taste a little bit more of. I I probably could have done more Southern Comfort to get a to actually yeah. get that taste to come a, a through. A real kick. Yeah. SoCo. Now Tim, um, you're you're the you're who I want to hear from. How's it with the Bacardi and ice? This is it. This is perfect. This is the best drink ever. Because here's the thing, SoCo and Fireball both have sugar of their own. You know, I just put, mm. I I did half a little cup of Coquito. Um, on the rocks, and then I put it almost. I put as much rum as I had coquito, <laughs> and then I stirred. Bacardi. Important. <laughs> I'm using my cinnamon top stick. Ooh, to top up with rum. <laughs> Make a rum co- cocktail, then top up with rum. <laughs> um, I'm using my cinnamon stick as a stir, and here's what's really happening, guys. It's making it. We're losing that thickness we so loved, but it's worth the trade to make this. Just a delicious, cold, little bit diluted, yep. and rummy. Just make mm. sure it's really cold to begin with. Maybe you don't need those ice cubes. Mm. Yeah, but I'm kind of liking it watering it down. It's mm. pretty fucking good. This is better. This is better than eggnog. Yeah. Oh, dude, for, for sure. sure. For sure better eggnog than eggnog. is like a few sips and you got to go barf somewhere. This is... <laughs> I almost bought some eggnog today, some of that Pennsylvania Dutch, because it's starting to hit stores. I, I, I saw and it I said, at Jeffy, remember what happened last year? You had two sips, and then you threw away a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made that blunder myself, but I I shake that stuff up to... Uh, to high heaven. Yeah. But <laughs> I think it's the same thing with, with... I'll buy eggnog and then just put a shitload of cognac or, or rum in it, but it's mm-hmm. more bourbon. It's just, you know, nobody wants things to be too sweet. You know what I, hey, here's, you said the magic word, Tim, cognac. You know what I've been doing? Mm. I call it a Hennessy and lemon, just because I like the sound of it. But it's not actually, it's a little different than that. A Henny lamb? Lenny Hem. I was making (laughs) Hennessy old fashions. Love it. Which are delectable. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know, I don't know if I need all that cherry. Mm. So what I was doing was big ice cube, little dram of simple syrup. Orange bitters, and then your um, your henny, mm-hmm. and then just the twist. No, no lemon juice. Just oh. get that oil everywhere. Ooh. And my God, I was watching. I, th- I it wasn't Sopranos because I finished Sopranos. What could I have been watching? <laughs> I don't know. But damn near went through four of them. Oh, Whoa. Jefferson. Eesh. And that, and you know what? I might, I might present that on the pod someday. Yes, and you oh, know what's good, good by expressing those lemons. You're, the, you're, the zest you, the, with yeah. a twist. It's effervescent. You're getting the oils on your hand. It's a sensory experience and you take it with you all night. It's magical. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what would be good in this? Instead of the SoCo, the, I'm seeing it now behind the SoCo on my uh, cocktail mm-hmm. rack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grand Mar, the, the, yeah, Grand the Mar- cognac yeah. and, uh, and orange, yeah. Ooh, or yeah. triple sec. Ooh, yeah. Orange might be fun in this. Oh, I like that. Cocoa orange and vanilla and coconut. Especially Ooh. the uh, Gar- Grand Marnier. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Triple sec might be a little too uh, lifesavers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But Gra- Grand Marnier is like triple sec and, and Hennessy at the same time. 
Ooh. Triple sec. It's like triple sec on steroids. Stop. Okay. This might be what I'm going to be making for family holiday. Of course. And they're going to say, is this eggnog? And you'll say, no. No. Just drink the fucking thing. And they're like, is this a <laughs> Tom and you, Jerry? Asshole. And you say, no. <laughs> no. No. And where are my gifts? Mm-mm. Damn. That's good. All right. Are we ready for our final thoughts? Stone Cold Classic, order again, and no appointment necessary, better than eggnog. I would say the appointment is the holiday season. That's true. (laughs) But this is a a classic. Stone Cold? Yes. Look, Tim, question for you, though. Yeah, sure, it's creamy. (laughs) Oh, boy. I might be allergic to it. <laughs> yes. Look, Tim, sure it's creamy and dairy based. Oh. But your your rummed up one over there. Yeah. How different is that really from like a pina colada? No. Like could you could you have this in the summer or are you gonna feel like a fool? I w- <laughs> I've got school. Um, I would I would maybe skip the uh cinnamon in the summer. I don't know. If that that's what is making it feel holly jolly. Well, the sun is already spicy. You don't need the spice from the cinnamon. Mm. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, a, a rum and cocoa on the rocks in the hot summer. Oh, Timmy's happy. <laughs> all right, folks, yeah, it's a it's a stone cold stunner all around. A uh stone cold classic order again. Try it immediately. Not since the Trinidad Sour have I been so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. On this what about pod. the Yule Mule? Yeah, what about the Yule Mule? The Mule Mule. The Mule Mule. <laughs> <laughs> the Yule Mule. Oof. Too many Coquitos for me. Uh, it was very good, and I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm always surprised with the ones we make up because I don't know what's coming out of the test kitchen. Sure. Right. Damn. Um. Now, Mike, you mentioned the Coquito, right? Uh, did, yes, just now. I just did now. Oh, uh, also known as the little coconut. So you guys, you've heard of coconut, but have you heard of the coconut quiz? Fuck. Oh, no, I haven't, Tim. Never <laughs> had, never heard. Haven't heard of it? Hmm. Well, it's time for it. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Quiz time. I'm going to ask you coconut-themed questions, and you're going to blurt out the answers. Winner gets a holly jolly holiday scratcher. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're gonna say winner gets a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that too. If you win the jackpot, guaranteed. That's scratcher. Guaranteed. And the loser accidentally locks himself in the basement. Yeah, for all holiday season. Um. Okay, here we go, and folks at home, you can play along with the coconut quiz. Question one: Lights, camera, action. In what film does America's dad try for Cast a long? Away. Yes, Jefferson Castaway. Try he tries for, for what? Time. And what, how does tr- coconut fit in He there? tries for a long time to open a coconut. Well, I've never seen that movie. Michael. Michael, neither have I. It, uh, I've seen the part where he takes his tooth out. Now, would you consider watching the film if I told you that during the break in filming when Tom Cruise was losing weight, Robert Zemeckis went and directed <laughs> What Lies Beneath? <laughs> You have mentioned that on the pod before, and yes, I would love to do that now, <laughs> hearing that again. Great. Perfect. So you weren't really listening when I said it on the pod before, but this time no. it gotcha. Well, you didn't have it. The stakes weren't there. Last yeah, time. the stakes weren't there. Okay. Uh, Next question. Question yeah, two. Medium rare for mine. <laughs> Stop. It's not that kind of stakes, Mike. Question number two. That's cute. 
When my sister was a kid, she used to pretend Coco she was... Coco L. Coco Alice. <laughs> Alice Coconut. Jefferson. <laughs> when my sister was a kid, she used to pretend she was a waitress named what? Alice Coconut. <laughs> and Coco L did the... the Food making. His Mike, you just Coco guessed Al. question number three. Oh. <laughs> My dad. Uh, that makes it no fun. That makes it no. Fun. I, no, 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 no. You got you, it. That's you got it. You get it. I'll, um, no, I get this one, but I, you can't just blurt out whatever. You can here on the Coconut Quiz. Uh, Coco Al was the proprietor of the restaurant that he, he was in the <laughs> yeah. back room. Alice so, Coconut. Alice Coconut would come up to me like at our vacation house in uh, Vermont and say, "What would you like to drink?" And I'll be like, "Apple cider." And she's like, "I'm going to go ask Coco Al if we." Have any? That type of thing was going on. Okay, question four. Mm -hmm. Lights, camera, action. Name the four stars of the film Coconuts. Coconuts? That's a film? Chevy Uh, Chase. Alec Baldwin. Catherine (laughs) Zeta-Jones. Steve Zahn. (laughs) I'll help you out. Coco Al. Yeah, please. It's a Marx Brothers film. Oh, Harpo, Zeppo, Groucho, and... Hmm, what is his name? We you want a hint? No, because it is... You got the hard one. Zeppo's the hard one. I know. What's the Chico. Yes! Uh... <laughs> so wait. Coconuts. Did... I, I was trying to keep track of the, what Did you each say two of the brothers or did one of you say three and one said one? I said three and Jeff, yeah, I, I said, said none. I said that four. means that. No, I said one. <laughs> yeah. I kicked it off, baby. <laughs> well, the question was to get all four, but Mike got three. Jeff got one. That means Mike wins the point. The coconut quiz is sitting at two, should, two, neck should, and neck. Tim, shouldn't I get a quarter point and Mike should get three quarter points? Um, Wouldn't that be more fair? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, let's just see here. Okay. You get a quarter point, which translates to, uh, okay, we're going to count that as zero points. And Mike, you have three quarter <laughs> okay. points. All right. All right. Which the, oh. the, the exchange rate is that basically about one point. Yeah. Sort of so a round one. up, round down. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. Good. Okay. Okay. So it's 2 2 on the coconut quiz. Mm. <laughs> um, next question L O L. In a famed unproduced birthday boys sketch written by Tim Kalpakis, a coconut landed on a guy's head and did what? Erased Erased his spank bank. bank. Tie. That's a tie. (laughs) And, but here's the thing. It doesn't cancel each other out. You both get a point. So, Oh, cool. Okay. Three, three. Okay. Yes. It erased his spank bank and he was unable to jerk off. So his friends helped him walk around and see horny things to refill his spank bank. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It's weird we didn't do that on TV. Okay. Next question. (laughs) Yummers. This coconut candy bar has no almonds. Mounds. Mounds. Michael. Almond Joy. Oh, fuck. What did I say? The wrong answer. Mike was just fast, but then then you said Almond Joy, which does, believe it or not, have almonds. No, I said (laughs) mounds. We both said mounds. I got first, but then I covered myself by saying Almond Joy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Same family. Same font family. Oh, man. Mike is winning for three here on the coconut quiz. Next question. Mm. You don't say. <laughs> the famed club, the Coconut Grove, oh. was located at the Ambassador Hotel on Wilshire in Los Angeles. Yes, this is true. But also, 
When Bobby Kennedy gave a speech at that hotel, he got shot by this two-named dude. Two-named dude? Mm -hmm. It's the same name twice. John John. Nope. Henry Henry. (laughs) Mm. Let me put it this way. Let me ask this. Here's a hint. (laughs) Yeah. Now, what if Mike had been a, a a knight at the round table? What would Mike's uh, name be? <laughs> if Mike Sirhan Sirhan, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See, I I, I kind of knew, I, I, but then I was I was like, do I say that and That's sound insane? insane? <laughs> Tim's I didn't power. know. Sir Hanser, Sir Hanford, Sir Hanford. That and you know, of course, that uh, the real live Mike Hanford was an extra in a Robert F. Kennedy movie, mm. and I was an extra at the Ambassador Hotel scene. Get out of wow. here! Yep, my early days in L.A. brought me to set. <laughs> You're also in the background of Monk. Monk. Next question. <laughs> huh. When Bobby Kennedy visited L.A. to make his doomed speech at the Ambassador Hotel, he was actually staying at this Fun Valley Hotel, whose pool was later frequented by the Sloppy Boys. Oh, Sportsman Club. God, Sportsman's Lodge. Fuck. Michael gets it. That's where he stayed? Wow, that's... Uh, very that funny. That is very fun of him. Yeah, plus you would think he'd stay at the Ambassador Hotel, take the elevator down, give the speech, get safe and sound back up to his room. No. He probably wanted to avoid... Uh, yeah. Crazy people. He's covering his tracks, Tim. Okay, last question. Yikes. When Ted Kennedy did the whole Chappaquiddick incident, Mm -hmm. he was drunk on this cocktail. Whiskey sour? Nope. Martini? Nope. I gotta say, Cochitos? Nope. (laughs) Um, I've mentioned this on the pod before. Pina colada. Yeah. It went down in history. It has nothing to do with coconut. I was just coming off of the Kennedy questions, but... (laughs) Here's the big hint. In in the news, it was referred to as a highball. He had been drinking highballs. Old fashioned. Tom Collins. Ah, you're getting nope. You're you're getting close. <laughs> to John it. Collins. Let's. It's it's a it's a spirit and a soda. Fuck. Rum and coke. There you go, gin and tonic. <sighs> now I'm adding it up, and now Jeff, you may have one, two, three, four. This is true, mm-hmm. but Mike has. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, which is more, meaning Mike wow. has won the coconut quiz. It's crazy. That's great. I'm excited for the uh, Holly Jolly scratch off, but was so crazy the coconut quiz has no mention of extra points, side points, anything like that. Well, yeah. there was that one point where you had a three quarter point, but the conversion rate was one uh, point. Mm, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No funny business here on the coconut quiz. I no, like that. you think it's going to be oh yeah. crazy coconuts coconut quiz? Yeah. No, but it's actually pretty orthodox. I'm I'm surprised one of the questions wasn't. He put a lime in one. Ah, Harry Nilsson. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, if you want to do a off the dome coconut, uh, <laughs> yeah, question. Join in. Um, it's fun yeah. around the holidays. Yeah. Um, uh, this tropical fruit is sometimes comically used for a bra. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. What movie used a character used coconuts in lieu of a horse? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. 
Also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the sloppy boys for the bonus stuff. The sloppy boys blowout where we talk about the shit we really care about. Like for example, our Spotify wrapped of the year. Mm, yes. Yes. Mm, mm-hmm. That's this week. It's true. And if you enjoyed the coconut quiz, follow me online at Tim Kalpakis. I have a new coconut quiz every day. <laughs> Damn. Right. They get harder and harder throughout the week. Wow. Not unlike the shells that bear the squishy yeah. meat. Hey, have you ever inside. tried to open a coconut? That's damn near impossible. Uh, no, but America's dad tried for uh, yeah, he movie. did. It's uh, it took me all day. Like I did it as a kid, and I was throwing it in the air, smacking it on the stairs. I remember I I tried to open one as a kid, <laughs> smacking it on the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> I got a coconut. I'll throw it down the stairs. Um, I had one of my dad was trying to help me. Like I was trying for a while. And I was, it was to get one of those things where I had like a screwdriver and I was hitting it with a hammer. And yeah, yeah. One of my parents was, my dad was like, hey, all right, let me <laughs> let's figure something out here. Yeah. And we drilled like a bunch of little holes in a line and like try to break it open that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we finally got it open all like misshapen and the edges were sharp. But then you got all that gross like... You have hair to like sift through too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like when you, if you drill into it, it just like drills all the outside oh, did you- and it's like, gross. Oh, like you can't just like cleanly crack it open. It's like, oh, here's the coconut milk without uh, refuse oh. from what you used to crack. Right. It. Yeah. You used too long of a drill bit. Is the yeah. issue. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. So you're saying drill is bad when it comes to coconuts, but drill is good when it comes to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Drill? drill is wind. Wind <laughs> is drill. <laughs> wind is drill? Is. Oh, drill. What is are you wind. talking about? Wind. Wind. At wind. <laughs> And drill, Adwint, aka Drill. <laughs> this is like when someone said, uh, "I can has cheeseburgers to Tim," and he felt, looked like felt like he was going nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a meme. What? What? A meme? What? A meme. I can has cheeseburger. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, I'm having oh a stroke. Boy. This person I, has I, gone I, loony. Um, not unlike me talking to Jessica and saying, uh, "You know, Rockadoodle. What? Rockadoodle." Chanticleer. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we should watch Rockadoodle. And oh, also, yeah. um, there, have you heard of this movie, Rock and Rule? Not no. Rock and Roll. Rock and Rule. No. It's another one of these like um, Don Bluthy things, but it's it's also um, it's about a band, and the music is all like Alice Cooper and Blondie and stuff like that. And it's got a little a bit of that, like, heavy metal look, like the, the animated heavy metal. Okay. It'd be good for a blowout. It's animated? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Damn, all right, well, it sounds uh, exciting. Anyway, um, this was a good drink, and we all did a good job today. Stone Cold Plaza. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Folks, why don't we meet back here next week, and we'll have a new drink and new laughs. Bye, folks, and happy holidays to you and yours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye folks. <laughs>